0: We find that there's an election going on. I want you to understand that. Election time is right now. Even though you're called to be a saint, even though God's pulled you out of sin, I want to say tonight that does not assure you a place in heaven. Did you hear me? Now listen to what I'm saying. Just because God filled you with the Holy Ghost, just because one day God got a hold of you and God dealt with your heart, and begin to deal with your soul and deal with your mind, and one night you came to an altar and repented of your sins and got baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, that, my friend, does not guarantee you that right then that you are on your way to heaven, that if God would come that night, amen, that you'd go. Sure you'd go if you lived right. Sure you'd go if you'd made your heart right. Sure you'd go if you'd got born again of water and spirit. But you see, there's a process of time tonight that's taking place from the time that we have been elected to this office, from the time that the election takes place to the time that God comes back. Some of us, it'll be several years. Some of us, it'll be maybe just a few weeks. Some of us, it might even be just a day. But the thing about it is, we've got to realize that if we're in this thing, amen, and God's choosing us, Once we are chosen and become a saint of God elect, we have got a position in heaven reserved for us. But we just cannot stop living like we ought to live and doing like we ought to do and go on and take the office that God has set aside for us. Let me explain myself tonight. We are living in a time that when a man runs for public office that he gives every promise that he can make. And friend, I want to tell you one thing right now. When he wins that election, He had better walk the chalk because the eyes of the political world are upon him. And friend, when one night God gets a hold of us and God fills us with his divine spirit, and gives us the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And we become the elect of God, if you please. I want to say to you, friend, you'd better walk the chalk until the time that you're ushered into the presence of Almighty God, until you take that permanent position in eternity, because the eyes of all Christianity, if I can use that term, are watching every move you make and everything you do. So the Bible said in verse number 12, put on therefore as the elect of God, then he said holy and beloved. Church, I want to say tonight that there's nothing any more holy and there's nothing any more beloved than the saints of God Almighty who love him with all their heart all their soul, all their mind, and all their strength. You'll have vows of mercy. You'll be filled with kindness. You'll have humbleness of mind, and you'll have meekness in your heart, and you'll become long suffering when you become an elect of God Almighty. I realize that there have been a lot of folks in this congregation that God's dealt with your heart over the years and pulled you out of sin. But you can't give up now, friend. You gotta keep right on walking, and you gotta keep right on a talking, and you gotta keep right on living, and you gotta keep right on a working because you have not taken your seat beside God yet, and you're not going to until the trump of God sounds. But Brother Willis I'm already saved. Let me tell you something, friend. We use that term very loosely, but the scripture said, He that endureth to the end the same shall be saved. We have not made it yet. I don't care if you can sing like a mockingbird. I don't care, my friend, if you can quote Bible scripture by the chapter. It doesn't matter if you're the best church cleaner there is. It doesn't matter if you can play the organ better than anybody in the world or make the ivories on a piano jump up and down. To the merit to your fingers friend if you don't live a consecrated and dedicated life to God amen and make that election of yours sure then you're not going to make it when we get to the other side the scripture said you gotta forbear one another forgiving one another if any man have a quarrel against any even as Christ forgave you so do ye amen you gotta forgive your brother and you gotta work together to make your church the best church in the whole wide world Hallelujah. Amen, this church was built on one word. Amen, and that word is love. Amen, and the Bible plainly tells us that's what God is. The scripture said that God is love. And so when we are elected of God, amen, and we put on God, verse number 15 says this, or 14, he said, above all things put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. You're gonna have to love, hallelujah. You're gonna have to love your enemy. You're gonna have to love your brother love your sister, if you want your election to come to pass if you want to take your final seat in the glory world, my friend you're going to have to be like God wants you to be you're going to have to be the loving kind, gentle, forgiving person that God intended for his people to be there was a lady I was dealing with some time ago and she came to me and she said I hate so and so and I said ma'am you can't do that she said, every time they come by, I'm not talking about a 16-year-old kid. I'm not talking about a 12-year-old boy. But I'm talking about a full-grown woman, retired, amen, 60-some years old. She said, I hate my neighbor. When they drive by, I stick my tongue out of them. I'm talking about people who profess the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about... About somebody who represents God's kingdom. She said, I hate them. She said, I can't stand them. She said, I stick my tongue out of them. I call them dirty dogs. I said, ma'am, you can't do that. That's not what God called you to this thing for. You're not making your election sure. Friend, you need to flow with the love of God so many women will see that regardless of what they do to you, you can kill them with kindness and let them know that God is love. Hallelujah. Now this might not mean nothing to you tonight, but I want to tell you something, friend. We need to start practicing what we preach. We need to understand that God's church is a church that has the similarities of their father. Amen. You wonder where you got your blood from? I'll tell you where you got your blood from. You got your blood from your father. Amen, they can test you and find out what kind of blood your daddy had. Oh yes they can and I want to tell you one thing right now. Where we got this power and where we got this spirit and where we got the Holy Ghost from and where we got all these attributes, we should get them from our Father. And I want to tell you something, if they don't match up to this book, then we're pulling from the wrong Father. Hallelujah. We need to understand tonight that we have got to be a great, loving, kind group of folks. Amen, love God and hate sin. That should be the motto of the church. Not love God and hate the sinner, but it should be love God and hate sin. Christ loved the sinner. He loved the sinner so much that he was willing to die for them that they might be saved. So here we find God coming along, speaking through the Apostle Paul, to the church at Colossae and he said to Paul and Paul spoke to us all of these things that I have aforementioned to you Forbearing one another, forgiving one another if somebody has a quarrel against you, you forgive them as Christ forgave them. All these things that I have mentioned to you. Amen. The greatest of every one of these things is charity. Amen. Friend Brother Ron was talking about folks being healed. You know what's going to bring healing and victory to the church? Let me tell you what it is. The church binding together and loving the world so much, amen, that the world can see that somebody really cares. That's the problem now. They don't think anybody cares but I'm telling you there's a church that cares there's a God that cares there's a spirit that cares there's an anointing that cares and we've got to get that if we're going to